freemusic.com. Hello and welcome to the Hack Inc. podcast. Remember, love hack, baby love hack. What, how does the rest? I'm Gareth Lyons. Oh, love shack. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. I'm Gareth Lyons and I'm joined today by animation creative, well, writer, animation savant. (laughs) I think it's just writer. Writer, okay. Mark Baldwin, um, also creator of the uh, infamous show Ends Meet. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Say Um, infamous like it caused a scandal. Yeah. It it was, they made, they put precautions in, in, in line so that it wouldn't cause any scandals. Yeah. I think they were very afraid of it. Yeah, they we're were afraid of what would happen. We didn't know what we were making. I think it's just because there's a kid swearing. There's nothing really too out of, out of line with it. Yeah. I think it was just that there's swearing in it. That's a big important part of your animation, as in your, let's say, non-traditional animation yeah. background, which is that you're like a stand-up comic as well. Or you were. I was, yeah. yeah. I I've, I've yeah. haven't quit. I just, yeah. just the amount of um, waiting like, yeah. to get... Um, to get a spot you'd be waiting for months and then you just kind of have just have just faded away yeah yeah um but yeah but going back to when i was in college they, they kind of they were grooming you to be the the goal was to be this kind of disney level and then um especially around that time as well secret of kells came out and stuff yeah and that was just pure fancy animation and kind of beautiful imagery yeah. the story was just char- yeah, yeah like I mean, the last three yeah. minutes they just ended you know it was just yeah. but anyway the point was that i felt as i was doing it and working hard and trying to get good kind of follow the course i just felt this kind of looming thing of like the end goal here for me is different than when i went in when i went in i wanted to make my own mm. be able to make my own cartoons and then i was in there and i was like if i stick with this course the best thing I'm going to get is, you know, maybe an internship with Disney or something. And that would be brilliant. But that's not what I want. That's not what I went in for. I mean, that was one of the things that happened was like, I remember one time we pissed off this lecture because we were doing like our, uh, like our graduate shorts. We, and our thesis that kind of like culminating at the same time. And then this, class was happening this person had organized and you know rightfully he was annoyed that we didn't show up but anyway one of the things he sent on this email just being really annoyed at us you know yeah and he was like but one of the things he wrote into it was okay let's say i have a studio you work for my studio i organized this class and people didn't show up do you think i'd be liable to give them the juicy scenes and i remember that that adjective was like the is that what you call it an adjective yeah that was gross but like the juicy scene and i was suddenly very aware i was like oh no wait the work is the reward yeah. for him like he was like if i work now this hard i can work even harder mm. later on so it's exactly like you say one thing you said to me ages and ages ago was about how we we got into so we we were in first year in iedt together and then we got to the end of the year and we were making films and both you and I seemed to have a similar thing where it was like, yes, you know, yeah, like yeah. finally we're making the film and everybody else was like, we had to pitch the story yeah. for a film and everybody else was like, oh, fuck, oh, mm. geez. And it was like this feeling of like, I thought this is what we came here I know, for. Yeah, you know? Exactly, <laughs> like, totally, yeah, yeah, I was like, but that's it. Like, you know, as you say, uh, the, there is this bizarre, there is this emphasis on, you know, the craft of animation as mm. opposed to using it as something to tell a story. Yeah, you know? yeah. like it was, um, uh, yeah, I remember that particularly. People yeah. were just like, I couldn't come up with a story. Uh, yeah. It's like, this is, this is why, you, this is why you, you come in for. I remember we were doing other kind of 
animation exercises the kind of sack and stuff like that yeah. and people were coming up with, i was doing it as well i was like oh this is great i'll put in little flourishes or little character you know mm. little bits and ideas and stuff and we got that stamped out of us oh yeah it was like no you know you're focusing on you know f- for whatever the reversal or whatever the, the the principle was that was the focus it wasn't like what the boat looks like or what the sack looks yeah. like and you're like all right fair enough but also everyone was getting excited about animation there i know and, yeah, and about yeah. like creating things and then that was stamped out well i think there was an well this is like only speaking on behalf of our year i don't know what it's like now yeah. but one time i did an exercise and i was very this is like in my fourth year now but i did this so i was more capable of standing up for myself a little bit but i like did a character and i was very pleased with it and i felt that i was like i was anticipating what this person was going to say because they were always so critical okay? yeah and so i was just like okay and i very arrogantly said something to the effect mm. of like pointed at this drawing find something wrong with that yeah okay and you can see this guy's light his, his eyes light up like oh great i get to know like yeah well this is wrong and this is yeah. wrong and this is wrong and i was just like oh, fuck off and he got really annoyed at me for telling him to fuck off but either way like the point is like there i think there was an element of that to the exercise when we were learning it mm. in this specific environment because like i remember that yeah if you showed any sort of kind of you know hey i did a mouse walking yeah it would be like uh yeah that's really off yeah, model yeah. and look at his head bobbing there i mean you know and it's like it was this weird thing where it was like it wasn't a nurturing relationship where it was like this person would see that you were excited and they would do their best to be like whoa yeah. hold your horses yeah. calm down you know what i mean and you one, can't do that because i couldn't do that yeah the know? one they'd always pull out is just like yeah you know, if you're if you're working in a studio and yeah. you do that, you know, yeah, 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 like they always pull that one out. Like, you know, yeah, I remember there was a really like the animation director is going to come down your neck if you do this. The fucking line quality one was one that really bugged me because I remember one of the jokes. This is funny because <laughs> um, they would call the line quality hairy or fuzzy yeah, or something. Yeah. And then they would. I'm. Uh, uh, this is something that uh, Roy Kerr shout out to Roy Kerr. He said that he overheard a lecturer standing over your thing, oh, and right. he goes. Mark, your balls are so hairy. Why do you <laughs> like? But it was like the basically the the line quality was this big issue, and then I was just feeling like, what you have to have this for an perfect. exercise. You have to have this fucking perfect line. Yeah. And I know that they're trying to put these kind of good practices into you, but it is again like you know, I guess it's this kind of weird mathematical precision to something. Yeah, technical drawing kind of thing. Yeah. I didn't really like because it is also it's like well, I know a bit about flash going into college. I was yeah. like, I. You, this isn't a worry anymore you can do these completely yeah, yeah. perfect like i don't know yeah but then, exactly. yeah, then yeah. I, I don't know like there was a lot of that and then it was like oh what you'll be able to you know when you get to my age you'll be able to you know do in betweens that blindly and all this kind of mad like there 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 was that thing holding over like or you can flip it perfectly and that was weird pages no but that's can, completely that that you, is asinine bullshit because like that yeah. was that was something yeah 100 percent. i've forgotten about this but there was one part, one class, like half a fucking day yeah. devoted to how to flip yeah. pages. And it's which, like, I, I know I can do this in Flash with like... Yeah, exactly. It's like, you know... The programs and stuff. But it's anyway, like, it's fair yeah. enough you have to learn the kind yeah. of principles, but it kind of... Um, I don't know. But yeah, then after... after Yeah, the reason I got into animation was because I wanted to make cartoons. Yeah. And I wanted to learn how to do it. 
I did enjoy doing the thing at the end doing when he just made a film um it was a good film as well it was a balloon it was a balloon yeah. a man falls it. in love with a balloon yeah. it was kind of we, we went to see oh yeah because they'd have all these talks they bring people in from Disney and they tell us about it yeah and they go oh that was a great scene you know and how this they were being that held the carrot was me, being yeah. held there of this is where the job is like this is where the end goal is and it, it was is true I didn't think about it like it that it was never really there for me but we I always felt like as well and uh, whenever they had like somebody come in as well and it was almost like a, a from it was like little ways where you suddenly felt like, oh, I, I, I don't exist. Where I remember, like, uh, like John Canemaker came in, and I yeah. don't have any problem with John Canemaker, but it was like, it was this thing where he went up there and he's like, now whatever you're doing, whether you're drawing and your pencil or paper or your Cintiq, and I was yeah. like, I've never fucking seen a Cintiq yeah. in my life. But it was this immediate kind of, you know, where where um, you imagine. Like when you meet like these American animators, it's yeah. like they have uh, probably because college costs so fucking much over there. But like they have all these amazing resources and things that mm. are available and opportunities. Like if you go to Cal Art, you could very easily get into Disney. But yeah, yeah, the that, idea of like that's the yeah. that seems to be the feeder one into Disney and Pixar. Yeah, like. but then when you're in IEDT, it's like that's a million miles away. Yeah. That will never yeah. happen. Like, you got to work you know, hard. Don't you realize there's people in Cal Arts working yeah, harder yeah, exactly. than you? That's the other thing. It reminds yeah. me of fucking sirens. But do you remember when uh, or I kind of got into John Kay? Um, <laughs> yeah. Rest in peace, rest I guess. <laughs> but uh, his thing, he he would always like critique new animation or new like animated CG movies that came out. Yeah. And he had that thing about Tude, like the raised eyebrows, like attitude. Oh, yeah, yeah, like the yeah. characters always on the on the poster with, with the raised eyebrows. And you'd yeah. show examples, like every like... You know all this kind of the shit. DreamWorks ones and in particular. Yeah, yeah. always like that yeah. over the fence or whatever, and he's like, Bleh. yeah, yeah. And then he was he used to give out about CalArts eyes and all this like CalArts yeah. expressions and stuff. So that kind of gave me a thing going. Oh, you don't have to do. Yeah, you don't have to do it that way. Yeah, I, I I'm really curious to know what was animation before Bluth came here. Yeah, and what we what we made before Western kind of more Western influenced. Mm. You know, which I don't think we'll be able to do necessarily. Although I think Bosco is probably the closest oh, thing. Oh, you know I, mean? I don't know. I like the... <laughs> but... Um, yeah. Sorry, anyway. Oh, no. Um, yeah, and then, then that kind of... Um, like, if you if you did well in college, you'd go on to, if you're lucky, to work for one of the studios here. And they're big studios doing really well internationally. Yeah. But it's 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 all for kids. Like, yeah, that's the other thing. And it's, yeah. it's stuff that's like written in america or wherever mm-hmm. and then they send you in mm-hmm. and you do all this um from what i understand there would be no room to be a writer there either like you well, know there's like do you know those shows like uh like I, what i've heard i have no experience Octonauts, uh, no uh, well Octonauts, i think that's, that's i don't doing, know if that's, that's here. kids like that that's done I, think here, looks, I, think. I have a lot of i have a lot of respect for a lot of time for Octonauts, but the <laughs> other one i do yeah. i like it i like the yeah. the look of it and the the kind of ethos of the show where it's yeah. like there but anyway that beside the point what i was trying to say is um good lord what was i going oh yeah wander over yonder yeah there's one that i i, I have uh i've uh, seen hmm. storyboards for that or an animatic and it is like boarded within an inch of its life and yeah. the kind of prevailing attitude i could see was like do not fucking deviate from this at all. Yeah, yeah. You farm, you work farm. Yeah, yeah. That's know? basically it. Like, yeah, we're so. just like a, a the Korea that they send the Simpsons. Yeah, to, exactly. But we speak English, so that yeah. just saves a bit of time for them. Like, yeah, it really does feel like that. Yeah, um, no, like I, I could be wrong. I'm not. The thing is, I never worked in an animation. 
yeah. studio before. That's what I, I want to talk. Finished. I want to talk more about as well. Is that you made like one of the things? It's like so. Mark was a fairly enigmatic character in our year. We didn't know much about you, you know. Yeah. But then one of the things I was. This is from my experience where I started to. Somebody was like, "Do you know that he does sketches and puts them online?" I was like, "What?" And then I was looking up these little cartoon sketches, like yeah. the, the horse, the one with oh, that. Yeah. He licked my hand. He's eating the core. I think he smiled at me. I love horses. Oh, my wife had a baby. Congratulations. Is it a girl or a boy? Girl. And then things like that. I was like, this is amazing. And then the then I found out you did stand-up. And I was like, immediately, I have to go and see this. Because yeah. I'd never known anybody to do stand-up. And least of all in animation, there mm. isn't like... Um, I mean, now there's one more. Because uh, old G Lions yeah. here used to do a, do a bit, do a bit. But, uh, but anyway, yeah, that was a huge... Um, I went down and saw you in uh, Thomas House, and it was a it was an it was a a thing which was, I believe, it was meant to be a kind of combination with NCAD. Was it? Do you remember this thing? I remember the like, gig. I didn't know it was an NCAD thing. It was a lot of students there. Well, there was like basically that. that I think that was yeah. also the downfall of it. Because, I think it like, was because yeah. they were very like very. What did you just say? What it was that kind of thing? Like oh yeah yeah I, exactly. I went there yeah. and I and. Also, I hadn't done it in a long time, so I forgot to kind of clarify at the start. I just thought I could go straight into it. Yeah, no, I into thought it was very funny. But then it was just like, was who real, was it? It was real, just like, what did he just say? There was a few comedians, like, I was it? I, I believe Those it was. Strut guys were on it as well. There was, and um, I think James Moran was it. Oh, yeah, Lords of Strut, James Moran, and then uh, Moira Brady, RIP. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, like this amazing eclectic mix of stand ups. And this was like the first time I'd seen a stand up gig yeah. in Dublin. So I, I was under the really? impression that this was what, yeah, I was under the impression that, oh, this is what they're all like, yeah. you know? And then you go off and you find out that is not the case, but no. we'll talk about that in a minute. But then the, but, yeah. Yeah. the second month of that, it was Tom Welch's, yeah. was running it. The second month of it, there was, there was a, like a handful of audience. Really? Yeah. Okay. So that's, du- that's Dublin again. It's yeah. Yeah. The apathy of it. Like, it's just, this is, oh, this is brilliant. And, yeah. You know, against my bad gig, enough people did like all the other stuff yeah but yeah. then the next month there was a no show there were no shows so like there that's, was that's that's very frustrating thing, but but yeah i think that that and also I, I maybe it was because of the the big push straight out the gate because any yeah. opening night it's like oh it's it was like as far as i know it was a combination kind of there was, it was like hosts. satirical of yeah. like exhibitions and ncad and things like this <laughs> no, that, <laughs> that went over my head I well no like because tom because whoever the three mcs were i can't yeah, remember tom dick and ed okay and they went up and they were taking the piss out of like um exhibitions and like oh yeah that was it they told jokes that were in the style of like stuff that you would read oh, next yeah, to a no, painting yeah, I remember, yeah. and uh, and then they are like like they had some very strange comedians um, mm. Coming up and performing, including a man Peter Dooley. Do I don't him? think he is a comedian, but he <laughs> did a lot of com- comedy gigs. But he uh, he said some very bizarre things. He was just reading small. Uh, he was reading a magazine. Yeah. yeah, but it was like it was real in my mind. Like I was kind of like, oh wow, this is great, and um, and yeah, I guess that there two things with that is that one is that um yeah you're kind of somebody with uh, an animation background who is doing stand-up more kind of like basically wordy stuff yeah and then also the gig itself was in combination with ncad and like i was saying earlier on people always call themselves filmmakers yeah and they don't yeah. want to call themselves artists and there was no kind of overlap with ncad even though 
arguably that would be the best people to be emulating as opposed to these three act structured dipshits and yeah, like you know yeah. whatever so like not that i have a problem with three i'm just saying that like when you're in college you should be like percolating as opposed to you know getting really into the reads with yeah you know, it, the audience pleasing things you know yeah i think that kind of frustrated me in in, in uh in college was um like i i kind of once we kind of got through i've made we made the film then at the end of the year yeah. each person made their own film and i kind of got learned the right undid some bad habits because i've been making stuff on flash since i was 14 probably like yeah and i constantly would hit walls because i didn't really know what i was doing and then i finally learned the process of like you do this and then you you, you know yeah. and it's like and literally get to export i knew exactly what file or what h264 you know yeah, yeah i didn't know that before kind of would take like overnight yeah. i it was really so it's like i literally found out everything and then we went to the summer um and uh another yeah another thing was the remember the end of year film thing every year we're showing all their yeah, films yeah. and there were some st- well, there, there were some dreadful ones like i can't remember but then again it's like oh no, these people might just want to be a rigger, you know? Yeah, like, yeah that's exactly. Just, what, who's for Excuse me to you? say? Like, what? <laughs> what did you say? Just, but, uh, uh, no, or someone point. might want to just do <laughs> textures or someone might just, yeah, yeah. you know, that's, that's, can be up, to, that's fine. It, maybe it's wrong that they should be trying to make something narrative. Like, mm. um, well, that's because what ended up happening when I got into second year, uh, I was like, after basically all of first year, I was like, what the fuck am I doing here? I hate this. And then, um, first year the end of first year was happening and i ended up like getting some fucking yeah whatever i'm gonna be real candid about this but i went to i had some sort of stress related thing where i basically passed out okay and i went to the doctor and in the school the college doctor there was a nurse who was working there and she said oh it's strep throat okay which it wasn't at all (laughs) and she gave me antibiotics and like they, I literally, I had some sort of bizarre allergic reaction to penicillin, yeah. and um, literally, like, 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 basically had the runs for like three wow. days, like in this horrible, like, and but I was making this film, and I was like, I need to, make, yeah, this is the yeah, one yeah. time I've enjoyed this. I'm making this fucking film, and so I was like making it and like going to the bathroom every fucking thirty seconds, mm. and it was one of the worst experiences ever. But I got to the end of that, and I felt so accomplished to have this film made and completed, and I learned so much about Flash, yeah. and then I put it up there. So second year comes around, hating it all the time hate it hate it hate it and then as soon as it comes towards the end of the year i was like great i can finally yeah. make a fucking film and so then i um i started making my film i was very pleased with it i didn't get i think i there was oh yeah something crashed and i lost two scenes so it was fine except for two scenes weren't there mm. um and it wasn't it was a particularly murky looking export as well because actually like i think that they didn't actually know a tremendous amount about yeah actually the, the process there but anyway um i i remember screening the film and just feeling like this is amazing just sitting there we all got bags of popcorn and watched yeah. our film in like a room and, and just like seeing it and uh, but then the year before us they didn't make a film they made like a fake advertisements for things for like sony bravia tv or something oh really so were we were there bring in motion graphics in the i don't know what they were doing or? i would i have this feeling where it was kind of like again it's this very as far as i'm concerned 
you know, a Gar opinion or whatever. It was a very narrow-minded focus on moving away from narrative stuff yeah. and being like, we want to create showreel pieces where a seagull is flying very impressively, but ultimately there's no narrative, you know? Yeah. And and then basically by the end, oh yeah, allegedly, okay, uh, the, the first year's, when I was in second year, the first year's group produced some really incredible work, okay? And allegedly, apparently the gap in quality between those two groups mm. made them not want to do a screening after that wow yeah I, I don't know that's completely hearsay i to be honest i thought a lot of the films in my year were very good so i don't really think like yeah you know, no there was them. huge gaps though yeah I, there was from yeah what i seen like you'd see stuff that was amazing and then you'd see stuff that there was just tests or something yeah basically yeah. that like and there was like but like the thing about it is like they they then never did a screening after that and yeah. they uh, they uh, basically got rid of the end of year film for each year yeah. so the only time you made a film was, was in your graduate th- year so but basically like i know it's 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 like painful uh, apparently uh, you know it is painful to kind of watch like just a fucking day of shorts yeah i thought but, it was very demotivating yeah I, but the i don't know to me it was very heartening though because i thought the experience of like sitting in a room with people and hearing their live reaction to yeah. your stuff i was like oh i want this again it was giving me that high you know mm. and it made me want to keep going so and also like i say uh, you get when you're making your own stories you learn the program so much more yeah, than when yeah. you're doing these fucking shitty exercises yeah. so um and you know um yeah it's a shame that they got rid of that and um i yeah but anyway that was it basically you were one of the last years you were in one of the last years that actually yeah. had a fucking film screening each year and then you know now it's just graduate showcases and but it's can, so it's, that's know, i don't know i don't know like for some people, that's fine. They don't want to get into the, uh, that end of it. But then I think that causes in the industry then when you have people... Because the other option, if I wanted to do s- yeah. more s- writing, it would have been to do the filmmaking course. Yeah. And then you're, exactly. you're creating yeah. people who have live-action background writing for uh, yeah. animation, which is happening a lot in this country. It is. And yeah. I don't know. I'm not in those rooms, but um, they're different completely. Like was There was a lot like, of you know? dead space in yeah. third year. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. It was nothing going on. They could have put in quite a lot of course. Did you ever do stop that. motion in the end? No. No. Because um, that, that was one of the things I thought we were going to get to do. Yeah. And and uh, I remember one of the they showed us one of the fourth years and they had a stop motion set and they were doing that. And I was like, oh, this looks, I know. Yeah, this yeah. looks steady. When do we get to do stop motion? Like, oh, no. The model making course made all that. Yeah. The guy just That's moved the, around. It's like... The other thing was like with the, the with Connor Finnegan made a short called Fluffy McCloud. Yeah, and that's, that's uh, yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah, there was that fourth year group. There was a bunch of like things that I saw where I was like, "Oh, this is incredible!" Yeah, like we're going to get to do all of this shit. No, that no, did not happen. Was... And then when you the Connor Finnegan, it was very funny. He came and did a talk in IEDT <laughs> as organized by the Animation Society, and uh, for s- some reason, a certain person was chosen to ask him questions right. um which will become clear once i say what type of questions they were which was and what do you think about your iedt experience <laughs> allowed you to make the films that you yeah. do and uh, basically connor like said you know well i just didn't come into college for about four months and then yeah. worked in my attic making a short and um that was a real eye-opener because the these shorts to me were like uh, I remember one time approaching and I saw, I was like, I came to IADT because I saw your short yeah. in the Goy Film Flat and he was like, 
I'm so sorry. Yeah. You know, like all of these things where you thought like, oh, this is the college that allows you to do this stuff. Mm. Okay, well, we're being really slanderous now. Some of this is getting, <laughs> but I, but you know what I mean? Where yeah. I was kind of like, yeah, yeah. Actually, as you say, like you were under the impression that, oh, this stuff is all that's taught to you and you get, you make this type of thing. It's like, no, that's not what happens, you know? Yeah. I mean, there's a time and uh, a kind of community that's awarded to you in there, but at the yeah, same time, definitely. like, you know, there, there's got to be a better way yeah. <laughs> because it's just not worth spending all that fucking money and going in there and feeling kind of humiliated and kind of put upon in, in some ways, you know? Um, but yeah, um, to loop it back to um, yourself then. Um, oh yeah. So yeah. after, after um, we'd made this short then, which is on, it's on my YouTube. If you want to see, mm. I spent whatever, but um yeah finished that uh went back home then in after college for the first year to my friends um and i was like hey i've figured i've learned how to make cartoons now yeah, let's yeah. make cartoons i've made one i know all the stages to go through let's just get working on making them so we we started making them and it was it was it wasn't as as streamlined you know it was mm. chore itself because again there was um when corralling friends is always difficult yeah well. yeah I, i'd be always a bit more too enthusiastic or like um yeah. i don't know i don't but yeah it was kind of hard because there's a lot everyone else has a million things on to kind of well yeah, I, sure. I, you know i'm not this is a summer we have to yeah yeah think of think of ideas like but we did a good few of them and then we um started running our own uh comedy nights because that kind of got us going as well yeah. and then that summer we went to um edinburgh or no I think that's i think of no it was this that was the summer after anyway but we we maybe we did maybe it was edinburgh yeah because yeah. i remember then i came back to college and i came in the first day of second year and realizing how much the mountain ahead of me was yeah, yeah. of work that i needed to do to get better at writing and making things yeah. and we go back in there day one and it's just like oh this is gonna this is, this yeah, is a waste yeah. of time so i left then to just full-time pursue comedy and comedy writing and yeah. writing then but um i've always I, I know enough to make my own stuff so i think that gives you kind of an idea a better idea of what can be done because that was always a thing for me it's like anytime i try to do live action stuff and i have come up with like originally it was like oh let's do live action sketches and stuff mm. so many variables in it that can all go wrong do you know yeah. it's it's just frustrating and relying on other people yeah i mean not only do you yeah. have to get someone to be in the scene with you you have to get someone to hold the camera and then you realize the sound is shy and then it's a windy and then yeah. like it's like you need this and some people are good at that like i know i've you know i know people who do live action shorts on the weekend and all this and mm. they love all that kind of getting all the gear in a van and all that that stuff uh overwhelms yeah. me so i was like if i do um animation it could be whatever i can draw and uh any character can be in it you know yeah. like and, and anything can be in it so i thought that gave me more freedom because i can literally just do it myself yeah once you get the voices in <clears throat> you can do kind of pretty much anything that you can that you can draw um and also about yours as well is that like they like we we're unapologetic big fans of the Beano and yeah, things like yeah, this yeah. but like these like it's uh, you know the way in animation like you were saying this kind of disney attitude it was like mm -hmm. again these massive flourishing movements yeah. and things like this it was like you know 
you you withdrawing, you know, uh, read Understanding Comics by Scott McLeod, yeah. great book, but where he's just saying about like the simplest form of this thing and also about like conveying a joke or yeah, information. Yeah. Like you can, you know, a lot of people get really like wound up just kind of doing these very basic cartoons yeah. or like these... Uh, Basically, I think that there needs to be a lot more scrappy cartoons out Definitely, there, you know, yeah. and uh, to convey the ideas uh, a lot quicker and to get the joke out there. You yeah, know? yeah, because um, I think yeah. they've kind of, I think people kind of get obsessed with the kind of t- like, yeah, and it's like, well, yeah, to what end? Like, you know, yeah, exactly. it looks lovely that he's like pouring the bucket of water and it's all splashing like that. Yeah, yeah. but what's what's the point of it in the story? Like another thing as well that kind of ha- like that kind of summer and kind of there is because there's always kind of eagerly trying to find stuff that had made it to tv that didn't look like disney that was like yeah. low level kind of animation and there was home movies which was yeah that's flashback in the day yeah. back when it was called shockwave do you remember that, Macro- that was called shockwave? Ma- macro media okay, yeah that right. was the first one i had that and, and i was like oh right i kind of have an idea and then dr Katz as well like kind of de- managed to find so online as well Lauren Bouchard, isn't his name yes yeah, yeah. he does bob's burgers now yeah but um and then, then obviously the one oh yeah we're probably about to say it life and styles of tim or was that's it? it yeah yeah and that had was life and times l- yeah too. that was that had no animation the whole yeah like, it was almost a joke about how little it moved yeah and it was on hbo you know like home of sopranos so it's like yeah. well they they gave they they said that's good enough for tv so it, kind of stuff like that there's a few other kind of yeah lower kind of end um limited animation i guess is the phrase yeah. so once i got in and started collecting stuff like that in my head going like yeah you you don't you can wind it down you can wind it yeah. down to just what is doable for for me i think the difference with that as well is that that's also narrative driven animation yeah, yeah. because there were attempts on like rte to do stuff that was like you know like for example i was thinking like Langerland, yeah which i i really like but um the yeah um they would be like these five minute things that would be like listicles basically yeah and but you know you would never there would never be a kind of thing of like oh let's use that animation to tell a kind of very yeah. rudimentary story or whatever not rudimentary but you know what i mean like tell a story about these characters whereas yeah i think times of tim did have that and you know yeah and that, that their thing as well was like oh it's it's it needs to be like a radio play you know like yeah. it kind of has to stand up on its own but i i know there seems to still be a thing with live live action which is the norm, you know, we yeah. kind of like the, the norm. If you say to someone you're working in TV or film, the norm is that it's live action. It's assumed it's live action unless you say you're an animator. Yeah. Um. So I think there is a kind of still there's a kind of like, oh, I don't know if people will get into it, you yeah. know, if, if it's if it's animated. So I'd always have these examples like, no, it does. Like, yeah, that yeah. literally did that. Uh, yeah. Another thing is that, that like in college, you animated animated the the lecturers will point out stuff that you didn't notice in something stuff that was wrong in something or something yeah. that was great in an animation oh look at the way he does that yeah that's or look, also or, or look yeah. the way or, or you didn't you didn't mistake there and you you're taught to to i guess it's i can see why they're doing a thing you know to be kind of critical and yeah. appreciative of like great stuff like that but you have to take away from that the audience the run of the people don't know anything about that yeah they just no they just you just have to convince them to keep watching well they know why they like it, yeah but yeah. they don't know why they're like not gonna it. go like oh no there was a there was a the in-betweens were too yeah, yeah. brisk there or they were too equal yeah like in, people don't notice that so you have to yeah. i have to get all that out of me as well and go like oh 
it can be scrappy and it, like people will will appreciate it that's the other thing okay yeah all right now or they won't like but let's get the, into yeah. ends me wholeheartedly yeah. now yeah. because and one of the, one story then uh, before we talk about the i guess the pitching process one of the things that uh, with ends me was like watching all of these episodes and going these are all fucking shit and i hate them yeah you know what i mean i mean and then you show them like look at this oh that there's a thing there oh yeah. my god and then you show it to uh, uh, somebody else and they just don't give a shit yeah, like they're yeah. watching it and it's like may obviously they're all my friends and family yeah so it's you know but the layman or whatever you know the the you can have the most beautiful animation in the world mm. um and if you're just trying, if trying to impress your peers you know like yeah exactly it's, it's, exactly that's what i mean yeah, yeah. exactly because there, there's only so much the surface level stuff that's gleaned yeah you know by you know just somebody watching is so much different so yeah okay i wanted to talk about um how how did you go about pitching the show to rte ends me uh well there was i don't think there's any actual pitching involved what happened was i had still so i was carrying on doing those after a, the year between making little cartoons and sticking them up and uh nobody no nobody liked them and that was fine you know <laughs> yeah yeah but like um anytime i'd um oh you know you get featured by um, people who run websites liked them yeah people who visited the websites didn't like yeah them. <laughs> like the war for whispers guy he liked them and daily edge and, and daily edge and um uh what's the other one broadsheet like yeah. the guy who ran that oh I, he liked me <clears throat> post them and then everyone like they would people didn't like them yeah the viewers didn't like them but you know i was like well he's he's being encouraging you know yeah so i keep keep them up and then um i was just doing them for oh that's upstairs all oh, right yeah. sorry oh uh, yeah it's just kept doing them and it was very hard to motivate yourself when nobody really cares about you but i managed to just keep doing them i wish i had done more i always wished i had done more i wanted to get into a stage where i was doing one a week or something like that yeah and so i had maybe a few runs of maybe a few weeks in a row and then i would get this heart and then i wouldn't do anything um but then i came up with the idea for ends meet me and uh luke who did the music for the show who uh we were living together and we were watching all new fields and i yeah. really like that kind of colloquialism in that um but also very funny and mm. um kind of timeless as well and we could have things that were almost slapstick and farcical and then really kind of like genuinely touching bits yeah, as well the drama of it was very like it would often dip into that and it was very like there sorry there was like one like i guess it might have been like a reunion or a later episode of the show where basically albert dies yeah and then they scatter his ashes yeah and that was mixed in with like and they english comedy has a good thing of doing that because they did that the last episode of one foot in the grave yeah where victor mildred just gets run over and killed <laughs> and it's that. about like his wife having to come to terms with the woman who ran him over yeah. but anyway so yeah go on anyway the the british comedy thing yeah of, like, and, and also watching yeah. watching only fields and they would say things that were like cockney is its own language in a, in, mm. in a sense that i'd you know uh you'd get exactly what they meant you know yeah. or, or if you didn't you'd still get that it would what and the a, sentiment what the, yeah. yeah or what the that part of the punchline meant yeah and so it's like oh you don't have to make your things so um universal that they become like the more specific you get to your own life yeah the more people will actually relate to it or relate to it better don't try and relate to i'll relate to your life you yeah. know i'll try and give you a version of what i think you like 
just tell your own story i think yeah i know so i got really into that um and then i, I actually there was four there was four ends meets that were made before that i made by myself yeah like um and i had one that was animated the other ones were recorded and maybe even so we should say like the like, plot of ends meet for anybody who doesn't know oh yeah is that there's yeah you want to go yeah it was it wasn't originally but it was uh it's a single dad who's uh with his kid living in north mm. dublin and yeah. just uh, with the granddad as well another nod to only Who fools yeah. but it was um it was uh yeah just just living on the kind of social welfare kind of the the um, breadline breadline mm-hmm. i guess um but but not letting it kind of get them down but also yeah. um being being kind of a bit more true to form i guess i don't know yeah. what annoyed me as well a lot of times was kind of this and i don't even like the word like this kind of scanger word being yeah. used um a real derogatory like that that or you know like yeah. you're, you're these people are less than us and this kind of characterization of it of of people who are who are like below working class i guess you know um that they're less of less of people because yeah and it's like no they're trying the best for their family and they're trying the best for you know and you said something one time which i found which, which was in the pitch document essentially as well which where you were talking about an emphasis on kind of um, no disrespect to Lenny Abrahamson type stuff where yeah. it's like a lot of the stuff that's being set in North Dublin is like these really like god damn you know like yeah. they're just, just grey it's grimy it's mm. like everybody's defeated and tired and yeah. calcium deficient you yeah. know what I mean? like so there was there was a like in Only Fools and Horses there is this warmth to it it's yeah like they're yeah. all broke but they get on and they have a good time yeah they're and, all you know, swindlers yeah. and like but there there's there's a happiness to it yeah. you know like so it was it was definitely getting on that i didn't want this idea that they're all like uh either like crazy oh car robbers or yeah um you know giving a kid cigarettes or something like yeah, you know these yeah. kind of like oh what a kind of scum you are kind yeah. of thing um i wanted to kind of give them a kind of humanity that i guess only phil's did so I had originally I had four kind of written and um, was working on animating them. And then uh, I think, I'm not sure, but I think it was one of the guys anyway that was uh, that I knew had posted and said, oh, RTE have some e-commissions e- yeah. websites open for a month or whatever to send stuff in. So I was like, oh, I already have that one episode done. Mm. So I sent that in and um, went back to it because I was like, I'm not going to release these until i have the four made yeah um uh yeah and then i submitted it and i literally said what am i getting on the dole at the moment mm. and i could just work on this full time and then for the budget for the yeah. e-commissioning thing they said what would the budget be and i was like well i'll just do it all and just give me as much as i was getting on the dole you okay, know it's yeah. like um which um i later found out that was that was very bad <laughs> very you don't do that like, yeah, yeah they were like also that there's a lot of things that you have to pay for yeah, yeah. for a tv show that um <laughs> i didn't realize but i was i was going like oh, i'll just do the whole i've i can do the whole thing for you <laughs> so so i'd said whatever it was ten thousand i'd Christ. make all these i'd make these every single episode for for the yeah. series all on my own um <laughs> but uh yeah so i submitted that then i went back to just work and 
uh, on stuff. And then... Oh, yeah, one thing you said there as well. Sorry, I just want to point out because it's something you told me before, which is that um, if you're making something online as well, it's good to make four at once yeah. so that you have stuff to release regularly. Yeah, well, I actually yeah. have changed that to 20. 20? Yeah, Limmy in his nice. book, he says he had 20. Just have 20 ready. All right. Well, so, well, that's if that's a weekly thing. Yeah, yeah. Or no, his was the daily thing. Yeah. The podcast he did. The world of glasgow you didn't know that years ago that. yeah yeah 20 already okay but yeah if it's a weekly thing have a have a go a month or something yeah because um you will get very disheartened it gets yeah, very yeah. it's very uh it's, it's soul crushing when you put something out that you've worked on and yeah you know a lot of people if they like it they won't say if they hate it they will say yeah, so it's yeah. very oh, yeah. it's very kind of shit and um Oh yeah, and then anyway, we went back. I was um, got a message. I got to check my phone one morning, and it was an email. Uh, and I was like, "Oh, watched this thing. Uh, really liked. Can you come into RTE?" And I was mm-hmm. like, "Oh, here's a. Pr- I really did think it was a prank, but then I checked it, and I was like, no, that's that's the email. That's so funny. Yeah. yeah. And then went in, and they were kind of ripped up the whole kind of budget and all that schedule, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um. Which I wasn't. I wasn't offended by because I was like, "Well, I don't know. Like, you yeah, know, yeah. I don't know these things." Um, and then, um, and there was never actually a pitch, you yeah. know. Like, literally, the first time in RTE, uh, we just looked at all my YouTube channel. Yeah, just looked at all the videos, and they said they liked them or not, and then, uh, kind of, um, I, I just was like, "Oh, I wish I had of." done more you know yeah and I, then also it's like you don't you think that's going to happen one day you, you yeah. know you, th- you think oh maybe that will happen maybe someone in tv will look at these and they'll go oh yeah this is great this yeah. is this is great that's not so good but then you had already met them for a different yeah, for project something different yeah but i literally had gone in when i had gone in i am um, i i had i was going to say yeah i wanted you to come on board anyway because yeah. you know a lot more um well, and kind of get on so i was about to say suggest you anyway but they suggested they're like do you know gareth and i was like oh i do really yeah yeah okay they're like well maybe you could like touch heads or you know that kind of thing that is so producers funny. like to do is like connect connect things together yeah i went but i would i would have suggested you anyway but then I went in there like a week prior i heard or something like that and really? i was literally it was the same deal i was yeah. like he saw some script that i read out this is like the head of comedy at the time yeah and he was like oh you should come in for a meeting and then we went in and then i was like literally just watching youtube videos with him for about an hour and a half and then we were like but i was also did not stop for breath the entire time just talking about cartoons so you know yeah um but yeah then we had about a week um just to get kind of our ducks in a row ducks in a row i guess so we spent a week then and i remember like the two of us would just ring up people we knew yeah and go hey how much is a day yeah on a film set yeah you know we're just we need to and or ring up people who worked in the studio and go how much yeah, time yeah. do you have to Give spend me a budget in like we were just trying to work with kind of a schedule yeah. and budget and we had no idea i remember yeah we did that for about a week and, and we did it, make like a document like with images and what the show yeah, would look like an episode i ideas. don't think they had asked for it no and they i don't think we needed to but I, i'm yeah. glad we did though yeah because it gave us a better idea of the kind of approach for it but there was definitely never any pitching period no i suppose was, not yeah yeah um but we went in and then kind of told them about it then mm. it turned out that budget and schedule we had done was wrong as well <laughs> oh yeah 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 
So uh, they set us up with a producer. Yeah. Uh, so then we got with a producer, Ruth Carter. Who, yeah, who shout then, out. Who then kind of, but then she was from live action. So she rang up people to find out. Yeah, what, yeah, know, exactly. But, yeah. but she knew it and producing well of like, if someone tells you it's going to take a week, it'll take a week and a half. So that kind yeah, of like, yeah. when you're dealing with Just like, good rules of thumb. You yeah, know? yeah. So we got that ready and then pitched well, submitted it to the BAI. Well, yeah. We also, like, oh. we made... You had a bunch of audio clips for episodes, like, done up. That was it, yeah. And then you sent them on to me. And then, uh, using your drawings, I just created some very rough models. And we made, like, a clip to send on. Just, yes. Yeah. yeah. And then... They I, were the ones I was working yeah. on originally. The kind yeah, of four, yeah. But and, um, yeah, it was good. There was some great stuff in there. It was a shame we never... Ma- I mean, you did, I don't think you like it, but I remember the, the MMA episodes. Yeah. Some of the clips out of that one that made it in, I was like, oh, oh this is savage. I would have loved that to... That was... The, you know. There was one joke in that where the kids were having an, an MMA club. Yeah. And they called it a uh, debating club. Because <laughs> yeah, it's you'd have, like, a debating club. Yeah. Um, And then they went to the Irish uh, MMA yeah. exhibition, but it was the IMA... <laughs> at the end that's so a good joke one of my that. favorite one was like uh you, you when beezer so the main character so like when main character it's called the median character which is you know there's a, the young lad sean oak and then there's the median guy beezer who's his dad yeah. and then the granddad is tony but anyway they're watching mma in this trailer i remember and then beezer is like um this is the part where they say where they're from and yeah. it's like the bigger the kip the better the fighter and yeah. it's like it's Conor McGregor, and he's the greatest fighter of them all. <laughs> <laughs> if you ever watch that MMA, they're like, yeah. "Oh, he's from the favelas. He he had to grow up with like rocks being thrown at him in, yeah, while yeah. he was a baby." Like, and you're like, "All right, well, that, yeah. I guess he's a good fighter then." Yeah. So yeah, we pitched that trailer in, and then uh, along with the visuals, I think there was one. Yeah, there was a few stuff, and then also a script for episode one because oh, yeah, I yeah. wanted to, I wanted to have a writers' room. Yeah. Which I was so I had. The lads that I'd been working with before, I had earmarked them that they were going to work on it. So yeah. it was that was it. It was like here's here's a trailer, here's some visual stuff, here's um, yeah. outlines or like rough ideas of where the series could go. But we're not doing um, like there was no set thing. Mm. Then they come back and then yeah, then they came back then and they were like, oh, he's ha- they didn't think we could do it because we had never made anything before. Mm. Um, and that was, was the BAI. Yeah. Mm. They were kind of like, oh, also, we'd want to see a bit more. We don't know if you could. We need to see more scripts. We need to see more proof of work that you've done. We need to see, you know, all these things. Mm. So then I ended up then writing half the series then. Yeah. Still, still maintaining. And then, but it ended up in a way kind of I thought was kind of productive then that by the time the BAI then did commission it we they, we have to do what they had, you know they had com- yeah. what they had commissioned was what they wanted to see yeah i imagine yeah. like i didn't really get to do do like a writer's room then because they couldn't um um they were like oh well this is what they've commissioned yeah. this is what they want to see and it's like so there's no really room to there's kind no wiggle of, room yeah. yeah and i suppose that happens in, in in the industry altogether like i know like say if you did the Game of Thrones or something would have a script supervisor yeah. and they were like, oh, don't be improv too much, you know? Like, yeah, the, yeah. like the execs would have a someone on set to make sure you did that. I remember what like, they bought, like the show that they had bought yeah. when they funded it has to be the show they get when they get back. 
And one of the big things as well when we pitched it in also was that they said like, oh, you don't necessarily have enough relevant animation experience. Yeah, yeah. So they were... So our producer, Ruth, went about trying to find a production company yeah. that had animation experience that we could but then attach to the application. But also had enough. Like, yeah. Had an open schedule. Yeah. And then, so you had that. And then, uh, and then yeah, like you said, you wrote like six scripts out of yeah. 12 episodes that we had pitched the idea. 12 12-minute episodes. Yeah. And then the other thing that um, happened was... There was a, a a scheme called the Comedy Bites scheme. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So we ended up getting commissioned by RTE, the RTE player people, to make several shorts with the same characters. Yeah. So during that summer, then we started production on these shorts. Was there six of them or seven of them? Yeah, seven. seven there was yeah. one for every day of the week, which never even worked out. Yeah, well, so then what ended up happening was. Um, with the changes that we made to the BAI application, we got accepted with, as partial funding for that. But like, so we, yeah, so we got those little shorts on the player and they were kind of off of our own kind of back. And then we yeah. got the BAI thing, which we'd be doing in partnership with the studio. Yeah. But I think the, yeah. the, the shorts kind of had no relevance to... Um, they were very helpful though. They were great for us, but they had, no, they had nothing to do with getting the funding. No, they didn't. And they no. had nothing to do with getting the series, or which is a which I thought thinking back now is very frustrating because I really enjoyed making those shorts because yeah. it was me, you, and then it was a three or four other team. people. It was Cav and um, um, Own Ollie. Yeah. Um, Ollie. Oh yeah, Own P. Shout out. I don't know how to pronounce your last name. Yeah. Sorry, buddy. Let's call him Own Petty Falou for. Um, um and Fiona. And Fiona Ryan, yeah, uh, who's amazing. And then we did, um, we did one day recording, and oh, then we yeah. did it about a week or two. Yeah, we did some prep as well. That was the most fun I thought because it was literally yeah. we were left to just do it yeah. and make it all. And um, um, they're pretty scrappy, but there's some good jokes I in just, it. I kind of prefer them to to the series. To I, be honest. Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, I'd actually agree. Um, I think it's because. And we'll cut this bit, but like I think it's I prefer the type of shitty they were to the yeah, type of yeah. shitty the show yeah. was. Um, but the uh, as in the mistakes that they made from mm. people who'd never done anything before. Um, I liked the mistakes we made on the other one as yeah. opposed to. So yeah, so we made that. We got acquainted. I guess I I wanted to bring it up. Another siren. Um, this is a drinking game on the hacking yeah. podcast. Anybody, time you hear a siren, take a swig of whatever is close to you, even if it's the water for your paintbrushes. So if you're painting, um, so yeah, one of the things is yeah, Mark wrote. So Mark writes six scripts, and then he writes. So the the comedy bite scheme. It was like, oh yeah, it's gonna be five two minute shorts or something. Yeah. So then you wrote up all these scripts, and then it was like, oh actually no, it's set. No, sorry, it was it was five three, like three minute. Yeah. And then eventually it was like seven two minutes and oh, then so he's you, changing rapidly, yeah like. constantly so at the, in that period of time you wrote six scripts for the episodes for tv okay yeah then you wrote i wrote like, the other six scripts the other six scripts for the other thing for funding happened because we didn't know when we'd have to if we got yeah the show was kicking off i didn't the the studio that we ended up working with were asking like how many characters how many did like and i yeah, didn't yeah. know because i hadn't written the scripts yet yeah so again i thought it was counterproductive this kind of dream of having the writer's room was dwindling away yeah, yeah. more and more going like literally everything has to be set in stone yeah was be was needed to be set in stone yeah there was no room to kind of create this yeah. thing 
um, which I thought found very frustrating. But you just wrote an obscene amount of script, yeah. and you even like by even by the time you'd finished writing the twelve ones, you even wrote three or four more, which just didn't spares, make the cut yeah. for some yeah. reason, you know. And um, and yeah, so there's an obscene amount of writing that you were doing on part of animation, and and also. I want to yeah so we started then and we were fairly like green on the whole thing and then you know it, but because it was ongoing for almost the guts of like two or three years yeah we had no idea if it was legitimately starting it felt yeah like, yeah it always like, felt even though it was confirmed yeah it never felt like it was actually real no you know? it was it was and um you were still taking freelance jobs and yeah. i was still like unemployed and yeah but he lit like like working on stuff full-time yeah you know being in contact with producers and being in contact with people from morning till night yeah but then still being on the dole because i hadn't been paid yet so i wasn't like i wasn't able to go off the dole um and uh yeah it was just it was just so long and then we didn't know and it like when to be like oh you might be starting like next monday and i would freak out i remember having a oh yeah that was funny the um do you know the up up near the Shaw up on Camden Street? There's like yeah. a Japanese restaurant. Yeah, uh, had a panic attack in there because I just <laughs> got a call that we we could be starting the next week. Oh yeah, but then, then it, and we weren't starting the next no, week. No, so, that's what I kept just, happening, just on and off, just these like yeah. hurry up and wait. Okay, now it's yeah. game time. Okay, wait, it's not. And then we like started. And was, and like yeah, so little you could. There was only so much you could do. Yeah. Do you know like we couldn't? There there was a lot of work to do. But there was a limit to what you could actually do before you actually started. And also, like, you we know? were like really fucking inexperienced. So the yeah. idea of like, you know, okay, where is this? Where is that? And then yeah. eventually it was like, okay, make that. And I was like, well, this isn't what we're used to. And yeah. just kind of like, well, I don't know what the fuck to do, man. Yeah. I like, need some guidance here. So it was good that they awarded this experience. But at the same time, like, yeah, okay, I guess this is what the lesson I wanted to get out of this, which is that are we're in a very blessed place in ireland where if you are some mickey mouse person who doesn't know what the fuck they're yeah doing, you can still get a huge like yeah you, know, you can still get quite a lot done eventually and it, you know i'm not saying it's guaranteed i'm just saying you were allowed a lot more avenues to do stuff and um but yeah i think ultimately then we what was it we started in like january or february yeah. of 2006 17 16 17, 17 yeah. because it would have been like first year trump was in oh yeah yeah that's how i label things now before and after trump yeah you know? and so we were working on it and uh but yeah n- like yeah. um yeah well for it was that yeah i'd never worked in an animation studio i just made things for youtube yeah so i had my own way of doing things and i kind of gathered things from other you know reading interviews and watching making of and stuff i had an yeah. idea of the best way to do it yeah and um for the shorts we kind of you streamlined that we got that working and then when we went into this make the show it was a completely different yeah regiment of how it was going to be made and um i, I would yeah. it wouldn't be what i, I would it wouldn't have been what i, I would have no. done i would have rather had more room to be writing differently and be able to change things on the fly yeah um but again like one of the things i always had to remember was the budget we had for the whole series would would have been less than one episode of rick and morty like which was the big kind of adult cartoon at the time yeah they would have spent more on one episode than we would have spent on um two hours worth you know yeah so 
yeah, that's there had to be kind of um, compromises. So that happened, and then we got to the end, and then um, you can say if we will cut it, but it, it disaster strikes, and our main point of contact leaves yeah. RT. And what kind of ended up happening was well, uh, we got told. He, yeah, he, we were told by him anyway that we were going to get a big push and we get a prime time slot. Yeah, he leaves, and then the next person who contacts us is saying there will be no push and there yeah. will be a fucking burial slot. Yeah, at the end of the night where no one's watching. We, after the Handmaid's Tale, and also in partnership with a fucking like some short that was made in ninety eight or just something, to fill the half hour. Yeah. Oh yeah, because it wasn't going to be half hours anymore. It was going to yeah, be one a week. They've chopped up the 12 minute. The 12 yeah. minute episodes were meant to be like two 12 minute episodes to put together as a full episode and then put it on TV. But then they were like, well, no, animation is bullshit. So obviously yeah. it's relegated to 1130 at night because who cares? But it always bugged me because in the schedule, there was also like a gap between um, Young Offenders and a repeat of Demo and Ivor, yeah. where it was like, you could easily slot that in there yeah. at nine o'clock, where like, just as a bridge between these two shows mm. and like um again young offenders being out at that same time did make me because in second episode of young offenders they're running through these gardens in cork okay they're stealing a bike or some bullshit and then they the guards are chasing them people hate the guards this woman's like get into my house i'll let you go through my house you know so she gets in the house and she locks her glass door behind and the guard mm. is like saying let me in the house let me in to get after these guys and uh, she's in a robe she just like opens her robe full on in the nip woman right you know elderly lady but also the the title of young offenders comes up on screen freeze frame this oh, old right. woman completely bollock naked you know or well, funny naked for like maybe you know five six seconds and this was on at what 10 o'clock at night nine thirty mm. or whatever yeah and um but then because of the swearing or the, yeah. little, the language that we had in ours, it was like, oh, no, it has to be on past the watershed, like way past the yeah. fucking watershed after uh, a rerun of it. But like it's because of the status of animation in Ireland where it's I like, definitely yeah. think so. Like yeah. we, 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 we'd been told that like, or not that we were told, we were, we were all in agreement that, yeah, we can do something, you know, or two were like, yeah, it's about time we did something. This could be the yeah. animation that opens the door that we can get loads more animation yeah. into like because yeah it would be rt jr would do all would deal with all the animation let me read one second as we are cited this is an article that i saved uh from a, a write-up of us in the sunday times ends me all oh, right but one of the things they said was Orty has screened plenty of irish children's cartoons but this is montrose's first homegrown animation for adults I don't know that's disputable i think Lang yeah no Lang. that's where i we told off i never said we never yeah. said that the yeah. press Wait, who said the who's told you off? what did they say oh no but there was yeah there was langerland was before and yeah. then there was one called peg apparently peg. and then it's one called Owl. Owl. there was there's been a few before us but I we mean, never said we were the first given that they were like all buried at 11 30 at night yeah. can you blame anybody for not I, knowing a lot of it is like we were kind of reassured or led to believe that this was going to book that trend. You yeah, know? yeah, exactly. Because we knew as people who were follow animation yeah, and exactly. Irish stuff that, oh, a lot of times there is these cases of these kind of Irish oh, yeah, we were animation that, yeah. that, that, that happened and they always just get buried as like a, you know, it could even be a three minute or late at night or something yeah. like, and we were like, no, it's time to book that trend by bringing it into the prime yeah. time. But um, wasn't the case. No. 
But so he says it's about time as the genre has been popular with grown ups since the late nineteen eighties when The Simpsons first appeared in America. And I think like that's something I wanted to bring up, which is yeah. like this seems like such a no brainer yeah, to me. Yeah. And uh, like like Well just even before that the Flintstones was a prime place. Yeah. Uh one other thing I want to bring up is that a lot of uh, places will tell you that Flash is dead essentially. But we made the show with Flash and it is still as far as I can see, the most... First of all, loads of people still use it. Secondly, they there are tons of tutorials. And thirdly, mm. it's very easy to get. Yeah. And uh, you can make... You can make any number of things. Now, you could argue that you'd make better things on other uh, products. Yes, you could. But could you make them with as great an ease or a flexibility as Flash? I would argue with you on that. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I think there needs to... I think something needs to be... They need to embrace online and traditional oh, yeah. animation. There has to be... Okay, a, yeah. I think there has to be... The, the, new, the new kind of animators coming in and the ones kind of... Who'll be a bit younger than us would yeah. be a bit... More savvy, or savvy yeah. at it, um, and it's just going to create a divide. I think there needs to be a kind of mix in. Yeah, between, we need like, to restructure and rebuild, like mm. what basically animation means and what yeah. you can do and stuff. And also, now that animation is making actual fucking money for these people, and they feel the need to like plaster it on the side of buses or yeah. write up an article where it's like, "Hey, man, you know, animation's the new thing." It's like, okay, well, now you need to start also giving some sort of respect back for that as well. And like offer, you know, like there's basically, as far as I can see, only one sole animation funding scheme. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Every other one, then you're competing with live action, with radio, with mm. blah, blah. It's like, no, we need, it needs to be more reflected. We need to have greater diversity of animation. And maybe it comes to people just not feeling that the pressure to go into these s- structures and inst- that the institutions have laid out for them. It's like, like going back as far as Bluth, the tracks are down where it's like, oh, you go to the college, you go into yeah. industry, you're in between the thing, you never direct anything or you go overseas. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, it like, really feels like yeah. it. the thing now is like that I need to go overseas. Which yeah. I'm not, I, that was the thing I've been putting off the entire time. Yeah. Going like, no, I'll have to, I'll have to just learn to be British then. Why do I have to be like transient be as t- well? Yeah, do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, why can't they just make the shit in Ireland, especially when everything is online? But again, so, that whole yeah. thing is just like, when when you're able to make the whole thing with your computer yeah. and with your kind of, basically the only thing you need to professional level is, is, is the microphones because that's yeah. like the only bit of live action that you can, that you need for, yeah. um, for animation. Yeah, you can like you can make it again, maybe you know. But they had just paid my doll for the year. I could have just it would be <laughs> super like really scrappy and kind yeah, of shit. Yeah. But um, at I least it would have been, been real. Doing. Like people would have really gone for it. Yeah, you know, the scrappiness is really what draws people as well. I mean, that's why people love stop motion. You see, like nobody thinks it. it's real life. You know, yeah, everyone knows exactly. it's a drawing. Like you know, yeah. no one's like, wait a minute, this yeah. is drawn by a person. This is fake. So. I guess that's to to I guess that's it. Which we that was our kind of experience uh, pitching. That was uh, Mark's kind of background as well. In like yeah. I'm sorry, just running on. <laughs> so we're right. like trying to round it off. So the yeah the you know we we put check it ends me on yeah YouTube. Someone yeah. just put it up. Yeah, some fucking prick. I don't know why they would do such a thing. Um, well. And also uh, it's on the player as well. Incidentally, um, so you can watch it there too with ads. With ads. Yeah. Yeah.
One thing we do on the show, Mark, is this uh, thing called Whistle While You Work. Okay. Right. So if you say a song or an album that you're listening to at the moment or uh, even a podcast. Um, I'd listen to, um, just finished the Norm MacDonald oh, right. video podcast yeah, yeah, live. That was very good while I was working. I had that on. Okay, cool. Any music? Um, I listen to a lot of Chemical Brothers because it just wakes yeah. you up in the morning. Yeah. You know, kind how of, does it feel, man? Yeah. You know, to, and you're just, just like, yeah, how does it just, feel? Even, I even like got like full concerts yeah yeah that are someone's put up on youtube and just listen to that because it just gets you stuck into it yeah when you're writing you kind of have to just i don't know a lot do you know, back in the day they all take a big handful of benzos and like, <laughs> write fucking scrolls work but yeah you sometimes feel like you have to so gear yourself up so yeah i'd say that just listen to some fucking dance oh music. yeah one other little anecdote actually because i just came to mind was um immediately once we were kind of like oh we're on the pigs back now we've got fucking mm. show what's our next show going to be let's start pitching that first of all you have like the animation experience so it's like oh that doesn't count as live action yeah, even though yeah. you've technically you've written a fucking like almost three series worth of fucking yeah. things you know and then on top of that, I was like, okay, well, here's my next animated show. And I was like, oh, I was told they won't do an animation. They've already done one, mm. which the idea of that is fucking maddening to me. Like, oh, we've already done Hardy Books, so we can't do a thing about just a bunch of lads taking drugs in, yeah. uh, you know, working class kind of setting, I even felt you know? that with Younger Fenders was kind of like, yeah. oh, they already did the scallywags turned good, yeah. you know. Well, that was, sorry, that was what I meant to say as well, that the, that naked scene that I was mentioning too was like, that could only be made in partnership with BBC Three. Do you know what yeah. I mean? So the idea of being risk averse and it's something you see if you have, a, like, first of all, it was I think it's called the Times of Ireland or on the Independent. There are tons of articles about independent um, reviews done of RTE. And, uh, you know, sure enough, the, the reason that they're broke is also part of the, people not paying the TV license, mm. but the other ones that always get left out in the Irish Times, in the Independent, in whatever circulation, you know, uh, RT in particular, is that it, they also criticize them for obviously too high salaries for broad, mm. for certain people, but they also criticize them for being risk averse and not having a good enough online yeah, presence, totally, which yeah. they don't. I don't, and, think, I, yeah. don't, I don't think this this thing about paying your TV license, even if you don't watch... I think, yeah. It's I think it's ridiculous. Yeah. Because I think the... the it's changed a lot of people just will have a smart tv or watch stuff on their computer I, yeah I, th I think it's ridiculous that they're expecting and those yeah. ads are so obnoxious as well it's like yeah. no it's like you have to adapt don't go like no no we'll just exactly. we'll just go around to everyone oh you got a phone like now more people should be paying tv licenses yeah than ever before yeah which is like a cash grab i think it's ridiculous i, I think, think. The, the funny thing about that is what you say is like there was a great article like years and years ago where the you know that band okay go yeah they did that famous music video the where they're just messing thing. out messing around on treadmills yeah so they approached the record company and they're like oh will you just give us like a grand and we'll do this thing and they were like yeah sure fuck it so they did that while they were on tour they just filmed that video like choreographed it themselves did whatever thing became this online sensation and they were like oh great so they ended up you know becoming getting a bit more notoriety and then uh, they set about making their next music video which they did and the hits were like just immediately depleted you know yeah. so what ended up happening was they said that they took away embedding on that so this was like the high time of the blogosphere which mm. the reason the other one did so well is because it was embedded on all of these blogs and sent around but now because embedding was disabled that meant that that couldn't happen so you had to go to youtube so the circulation was reduced so your man was saying and he said this quote which always comes to mind is that the ad executive 
didn't think about the things that they had gained from seeing that hit counter on yeah. YouTube. They only saw the revenue that they had lost yeah. from the people who had come through it through the blogs because you don't get the hit from the mm. blogs. So it's that same thing which happened with RTE because they got rid of their fucking YouTube channel or they don't yeah. upload to that because they're like, oh, we'll get it up on the RTE player yeah, and we'll have people coming to that. We've full control of the yeah. ad rights. So that's what ended up yeah. happening and as a result, nobody fucking watches anything on the yeah. RTE player and they've revamped the RTE player a million times it's and still it's still fucking buggy as shit yeah, and, and people hate it. Ads. Like for the shorts when they were up, there was, t- yeah. there was two ads before and an ad after and it, there was more like but three minutes of ads and the thing was only two minutes long. Like I have done like, three different things. One, the Ensmead shorts, the Ensmead show, and then a thing called Zoot and Friends, which you can find online. All three of those things have had mistakes in yeah. their labeling. So Ensmead shorts came up as Endameet, mm. okay? And they had incorrect information underneath them. Ensmead was, when it was eventually uploaded, it was in, uh, uh, uploaded completely out of sequence yeah. with the order that was requested you know yeah and then zoot still if you go on there it says yeah, the sonic. Yeah, sonic and miles per hour <laughs> you know it's like a completely different show description so like i don't know what they're it's like if you're going to be doing if if you put on rt player and they're going to yeah. be doing that stuff that you could do your that you yeah. know if you're doing yeah. on youtube you're full control and you can be changing your description you can do that yourself yeah you hand over your show and you're handing over that responsibility yeah. and they mess it up it's just like why why what like, is the point what is of the you? point of this because like? you because nobody's watching it nobody can mm. see it so yeah like basically ireland needs to get with the times and people there's room for people to build something from the ground up in regards yeah. to an online structure and it probably would have helped a show like ends me i mm. would argue yeah so to go back to whistle while you work uh i'll finish off by saying um okay is there any podcast that i'm listening to that i'd recommend um good lord um maybe i should think of one without like a bunch of heterosexual white dudes because that's what i tend to listen to right um okay uh this criminal criminal is great the criminal's good yeah, yeah. phoebe judge phoebe incredible judge, yeah. and she's i think phoebe judge has like you know she has like the ant like all of the good bits of an npr voice without any of the condescension mm. you know so i love criminal she can change you know. tone very well yeah some and of them are very exactly. funny and some of them are like 100 grim so she's yeah it's obviously it's a true crime podcast which is also manages to avoid being um, a true crime podcast like, like yeah exactly yeah. like exploitative like you know where fucking you're, you're one from serial who's just like so i made it down to where adnan strangled his girlfriend and then cut yeah. off her head guess how long it took me to come down five minutes wow five minutes are you serious oh my god i, I couldn't like, listen to serial it fucking drives me crazy so anyway and then uh for the the episode that's in it Let's give a shout out to the Deadlians and make oh, sure yeah. to get onto Bandcamp and listen to uh, I Don't Want to Ride Your Old One, which should play out this episode. Yeah, and they've um, got, um, they're gigging like mad now, so check them on Facebook. Cool. Um, so, Mark, where can we find you on the social media and shit like that? Um, I still sell zines on sillybeggar.com. These called the Scrag, these little like kind of zines. They're I've very made. funny. And I'm, ma- I'm making, I've been making videos daily. Um, youtube.com slash silly beggar films youtube.com not familiar that's where i make that's where i put all the videos and stuff cool and you can find us on uh we are hack inc on pretty much all social media our uh, email address is info at we are and um also today while we're talking about non-traditional and online platforms and things like this this is the official announcement for our patreon so the lowest tier on the patreon is 
$2, which should amount by the time that costs come back, you know, from Patreon, blah, blah, blah. At least a euro yeah. for old uh, Gareth Lyons, who tirelessly records and edits the podcast, except for last week when I did not do that. Um, so if anybody wants to throw a few shackles my way, you know, as, uh, to quote Marin, yeah. then, uh, you know, uh, please do. Very much welcome. Then we'll try and figure out some other uh, means of kind of giving you content and, you know, increasing this somehow and um also yeah i i have nearly 200 euro in the bank and my rent is due in two weeks so just please dear god hurry up you know that might be one of the pressure on yeah. too, to to <laughs> yeah to get this is it it's a great incentive to you mm. know feel the hunger in your belly yeah um um so yeah thanks very much for joining us and here to, pl- to play us out what does that mean to play us out? Oh, yeah, the uh, is uh, the deadly instance. I don't know what that means to play us out. What does that mean?